Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Air It Out podcast. This is episode 34. If you keep a track at home, I'm your host, Ryan Guskoski, here with you, as always, on another exciting, action-packed episode on the Air It Out podcast. I'm joined by my co-host, Joan Bayoka. Joan, it's a little quiet this week in the studio. Just us two, bro, but number 34, it's Paul Pierce. Oh, Paul Pierce, uh, don't don't go take a dump while you're listening to this episode. <laughs> Already with the jokes. Yeah, of course we have to go there. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back to last week. Only three and three in my picks. Not a great week overall. You look at it, the Bills get their first playoff win in a quarter century. Good for them. The Rams shocks Seattle in Seattle last week. Um, what's his name? John Wolford actually got hurt and hospitalized in that game. Uh, Jerry Goff came in as he was there basically as the emergency quarterback. Ended up having to win them the game. Tampa Bay goes and beats Washington. Tyler uh, Heine- uh, Taylor Heineke played great for Washington just out of nowhere. Better than Daniel Jones has played all year. Yeah, one of those things. The defenses will eventually figure him out. But great effort from them, nonetheless. Uh, Tampa Bay moves on. The Ravens beat the Titans in a game that was Lamar Jackson. The, again, we talked about this. We, we didn't say he couldn't do this in the postseason. We just said we hadn't seen it yet. And we, it was on full display. Now, the Titans did have Corey Davis hurt. Again, I don't know how much, how big of an impact that makes. Lamar was the leading passer and leading rusher in that game, so uh, good luck. The Saints destroy the Bears in the uh, Nickelodeon game, which was kind of cool. Um, I like what they did, some of the stuff. I was trying to stay up. Uh, that was the one game I fell asleep for. And then, yeah, what do you the got? The best thing in the Nickelodeon game, the MVP of the season, baby. Mr. Trubisky, <laughs> Nickelodeon Most Valuable Player. Hey, at least he won one award, right? Uh, moving on Mitchellodian. to the, moving <laughs> to the nightcap uh, was the Browns. I, actually, funny Fantastic. story. Funny story when I when I I was gonna wake up for this game and I got up and I think it was eight fifteen, and uh, I heard my parents and my sister and her boyfriend yelling, and I'm like, what the heck? I was like, guys, it, it, this game just started. I turn on the television and it's already fourteen nothing. I'm like, who blinked? Not, <laughs> certainly I did, apparently. Uh, Cleveland wins that game 48-37. They were up 28-0 after the first quarter, 35-10 to after uh, at halftime. So I, it, a, a truly inspired performance. Uh, one, again, we talked about last week. They're, they weren't just backs against the wall. They were backs basically through the wall, and uh, they really showed up. Um, it's now questions all over Pittsburgh. You start 11-0, you finish, what was it, 1-6 with the postseason? Yeah, now you got your receivers in their feelings and, and you have all your quarterback stuff. aging. you got a lot of questions in Pittsburgh right now. It's going to yeah. be fun to see how their offseason rolls out, and we will definitely keep you guys up to date. I'm really tired of hearing from their wide receiving core. I really am. Yeah, Chase Claypool, should, I mean, you'll hear nothing from their best one, Deontay Smith. Or yeah, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, 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 Devontae Smith over here. Devontae He's Smith. the number one guy in my head right now. Where the heck is your head at? Bro, I've none, been nonetheless, again, again, Cleveland, another team, first playoff win in over a quarter century. Uh, good for them. Good They're going to move on. The commercial yeah. jokes can kind of stop now. Imagine if he wins this week. He, he played really well. He played really well. That offensive line did get banged up. Jack Conklin went out with a hamstring injury. Their star right tackle. Uh, you know, the but, whole team was out with COVID, basically, and they stuck it to the. Yeah, and what is it? What is it? They had uh, their left guard got hurt, and in came same some dude named Blake. As, as Baker Mayfield put it in the press conference, he's like, yeah, some dude named Blake was playing left guard for us. I don't really know who he is, but you know what that great tells leadership. Me about the Cleveland Browns, they were the number one offensive line rated throughout the league. It's good culture. It's good practice locker room right now. If you got a next guy step up and your offense line still takes that next step, and wins a playoff game. Well, and that was one of their position groups that got hit with COVID. Bill, Bill Callahan, 
uh, world-renowned as one of, if not the best offensive line coach in the entire league. He was out. His his assistant was out. Like, so basically everybody, some coaching assistant was named offensive line coach. Chris Collins would have made a joke about it. He goes, I don't know if that's a promotion or a demotion. Uh, (laughs) And I feel bad because I like the offensive line. But again, the spotlight was on them. They did a great job. And, uh, Jolan, we're going to move in to the divisional round. We only have four games this week. This is where football starts to get a little depressing because the games get more meaningful, but we get less of them, which makes me sad as a football fan. So let's kick it off. We'll move forward to the Los Angeles Rams taking on the number one seed Green Bay Packers. Green Bay obviously coming off that bye week. Aaron Rodgers, red hot, obviously going to be the MVP in my book. It's already sealed. Who do you like in this week? Let's just break down the entire matchup. We'll go game by game. Yeah, science seal delivered. Even the USPS could deliver that one on time. Um, They're I, underfunded. You give them slack. No, again, no, no. Listen, <laughs> they, they've done a terrific job. I see what delivery drivers do. Be working at Amazon and stuff like that. Uh, God bless them all right now. I, this is a really tough. This that defense. We talked about it last week with Nick. That defense is scary good for the Rams, and that's what made me hesitant picking Seattle last week. And it makes me it makes me hesitant this week. Because this is the formula that the Niners used last year. If you remember how they destroyed the Packers in the NFC Championship game, Jimmy G threw eight passes in that game. Threw eight. Running back by committee definitely worked right, out for them. And with Jared Goff with a banged up thumb, it's not inconceivable that the Rams might try something similar. Completely shut the Packers down on offense and run the ball, control the clock, make two to three throws, big throws in big spots, and you win the game. I, I, I still like Green Bay at home. I don't know why. I've seen this story before. They've done this when you when they used to play the Giants a few years ago. They've done this before, and they've let me down. And I'm going to let them do it one more time, but I'm going to take the Packers at home. Now, do you see something like last season happening where they could get embarrassed on a big stage again? Or do you think because of last year, this is the year Aaron Rodgers really buckles in, second Super Bowl MVP maybe, big run? Well, it's going to be about who else he gets involved, right? Because, again, I, I, there's no discredit to Devontae Adams, which is going up against the best corner in the league in Jalen Ramsey. Well, he could arguably be the best receiver. Correct. So, And and I and I think that matchup basically becomes a wash. You know, I think does Devontae maybe get, you know, 50, 60? Yeah, but it's nothing what we're used to seeing from Devontae Adams. So does Valdez Scantling, uh, t- does Tanyan show up? Who shows up? Maybe Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Maybe they get some matchups there. Who blocks Aaron Donald, by the way? I don't he's know. Still, you know, he's decent. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, <laughs> he's pretty good, and his backups are pretty good, as you showed last week. Uh, now, it's nothing to clamor for in the Seattle offensive line, but they did a great job last week. So, I yeah, it's just a weird game. Again, it's ugly, but I think the Packers being at home helps a lot. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. They're going to try to get off to one of these hot starts again, which they've been trying to do all year long. Cam Akers has also been absolutely phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Do you think Jared Goff can throw 30 times a game and win this game? Because the Packers, you had mentioned that their run defense is going to need to be going against right now this week. They need to right. step up. They have stepped up over the previous couple weeks as opposed to the start of the season. So if that formula of run game for the Rams is not working, can Jared Goff win them this football game? I I do not believe so. I think the magic number is 30. I actually like that number. Uh, Under? I'm actually going to – actually, I'm going to move that magic number to 25. Ooh, I think if Jared, if Jared Goff has to throw it more than 25 times, I don't know how much I believe in the Rams in this game. Good I think number. if he throws under that, I think they're in a really good spot, 
And again, all he's got to do is make one or two big throws. And in Sean McVay's offense, he's more likely to get a wide open receiver and make it a little bit easier of a throw. So 25 pass attempts for Jared Goff. I think that's the big number to watch. So from two quarterbacks that have made the Super Bowl and one has won the Super Bowl, move on to two more inexperienced quarterbacks who have just moved on and won their first playoff game entirely for their careers. The Baltimore Ravens at the Buffalo Bills. It's the Saturday night game. Let's break it down. Baltimore, Buffalo, Bills Mafia. Como letting people in. Como wanting to open up New York. We won't get into that. Let's open it up. Yeah, it's kind of weird working at a radio station in New York and having to listen to a lot of the stuff that he comes out with. Uh, this game, you know what's funny? They talked about this game earlier in the week. It could snow. Lamar Jackson has never played in a snow game. That's exactly And he what talked about some concern playing in snow. Now, that's the last comment you want to make going into an NFL playoff week is that you're concerned about playing in snow. This, Against oh, the Bills. man, this, this Ravens team, again, it's one of those teams that, that we see all the time. They go through a rut in the season, and then they just start to get hot. And, and they've really caught fire here. My my heart my heart, and most of my head is saying pick the Ravens. But, again, I think if, if Lamar is scared to play in the snow, it starts snowing. Bills Mafia starts getting a little bit rowdier, starts breaking more tables. I like the Bills. Again, I don't know which quarterback I expect to I'm perform gonna better. To, I'm going to have to disagree with you about that snow statement because what happens best when the snow is on the ground? The run game. Well, you have to run the football. Who's point. better at running the football here than these two teams? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, who's going to who's gonna the step Ravens. up and do it? It might be Josh Allen, though. You never know. He's water buffalo. Could rush for 100 yeah, unless yards. he starts lateraling stuff backwards. Um, no, I, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, everybody knows the run's going to come. That's a good point. The and secondary who, who forward, can stop it? The secondary for the Bills is so elite right now. Harbaugh is not stupid. He knows the run needs them to win this game. So maybe they force him to pass. Who knows? Yeah, Lamar is the leading rusher in this game. Uh, he's got 1,005 yards on the season. That's a mortal lock. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a pretty that's a mortal good. lock. You know, this is, this is tough. Uh, this is way, literally a coin flip. The way the Bills closed out last week, actually, it, it they, they didn't. And in... Uh, this is tough, man. You know what? Give me the Ravens to stay hot. I'm gonna take the hot hand. I love flipping the pick. Yeah, I'm gonna. I I'm love gonna, it. I'm gonna stay with the hot hand. It, it really it's is a toss-up game. game. And again, Vegas knows this. The line's two and a half. This really is a toss-up game. Give me Baltimore on the road. And I love that the run game segues our next matchup because we'll move into the Sunday four o'clock slot: Cleveland Browns versus Kansas City Chiefs. Which I think I'm gonna say I think it favors the Browns a little more. Who do you like? And why? And then I'll explain myself. Well, uh, Sunday is going to mark the six months until my 23rd birthday. So uh, that's a little uh, a fun. Six month fun birthday doozy. for you. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to stay awake for this game after working the night before, but I'm going to figure it out because this game, it's got Kansas City at minus 10, and I know why it has it that way. I like this game to be closer than 10 points. A lot closer. I like the Browns to fight and scrap in this game. Again, a team. You know, it's just something about playing every week. You know, and you take this whole week off, like the Chiefs. Now again, they're they're a juggernaut, but sometimes it's to your own detriment. It really is. You see the Packers, and some of their top guys didn't play Week 17, so they've had two weeks off. Uh, realistically, you so. imagine the guys that did take off are good enough to. Use no, the no, weeks. no, no, no. They are good enough, but again, we'll we'll have to see. Is there rust? Uh, is a red hot team better than the rust? Right, and do the Chiefs try to start hot like they didn't do last year in the playoffs? That's the reason Mahomes has 
the crazy stat about all these 10-plus point comebacks is because they started off horribly and then just turned into the greatest offense we've ever seen. I think the Chiefs win this game. I, I, I think in the end, they find a way to win it. The Browns are a great story. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt did just find a way, but I saw a stat today that against 2020 playoff teams this year, the Browns give up about 33 points per game, somewhere in that range. That's a problem when you're playing Kansas City. That means, and again, you know, you talk about how can Cleveland win this game. You're looking at probably at least 28 to 31 points minimum before you even start thinking about a victory, at least from what we've seen from Kansas City. So can they get can they get to that mark? I don't really know. Well, that's, here, that's a good question. Here's the thing for me about liking Cleveland this week is the way to beat Kansas City is to take the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. And how do you kill time of possession? You run the ball. That's one thing Cleveland is great at. So if they could really kill the clock, really kill time of possession, they can walk out here 21-17, something low like that. Well, they they got to they got to turn the ball over too. They or they have to force the, turnovers. We saw this when they played Oakland. You saw That's, Miami how they handled it. Right. And, and right, that was the key for Miami. That was the key for Oakland twice. It's a it's the key for a lot of teams is you really got to force them to make some turnovers, make some mistakes because they are so good. Sometimes you can use that against them. Uh, but I just think that this miracle run uh, for Cleveland just comes up just a hair bit short this week. And we'll move on to our last matchup, our Sunday night matchup, which is technically prime time in the slot. It's our old man battle. It's uh, Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on Drew Brees, the New Orleans Saints. I feel like this matchup, we've seen these two teams in particular go head-to-head twice already. I think they split one and one, no? Nope, nope. Saints, Saints dominated both times. Okay, so Tampa Bay is going to be... They're upset, to say the least. Drew Brees is aging and older. It's now more evident than ever after his injury. Tom Brady's kind of playing normal like Tom. Who do you like? Yeah, I mean, both of these guys are older than dirt. Uh, they <laughs> made a joke <laughs> on... the edit? Yeah, the edit on Twitter <laughs> that said this game should be played on the History Channel. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, one... It, these guys are both <laughs> That's just... classic. Yeah, they're, they're old. Let's put it that way. Uh, we, we always talk about it's hard to beat a great team twice in a season... They really embarrassed Tampa Bay twice. twice. Uh, really, in the first week, of, the first week of the season was kind of an eh, and then week nine they obliterated. They were up thirty-one nothing at halftime in that game. Pre Drew Brees, pre Drew Brees. But again, the the main component to that too was them being able to get pressure on Tom Brady. We see this. That's the we've formula. We talked about this. Yeah, Washington wasn't able to do it consistently and throughout the game like we thought they would. And credit to the Tampa Bay offensive line. Uh, they did a great job last week. Everybody and their mother. The top 10 unit. Yep. Everybody and their mother knew they were coming after Tom Brady and they couldn't get to him. I like Tampa Bay in this game. I don't know why Alvin Kamara is going to make me look stupid on Sunday night. But Dropping there's just pounds. something. On scale it, it is really difficult to beat a Craig team twice, let alone three times in a season. This game, it, it's going to, Vegas has got it right. I mean, it's New Orleans minus three. This is going to be one of those games in that range. I don't see a blowout happening. I'm going to take the Bucs in an upset this week and take Tom Brady to go to the NFC Championship game. Do you think this is the year that Drew Brees retires? We can segue into that. We'll get into some more NFL headlines because we wrapped up our playoffs. We'll get into Super Bowl predictions next week when we have a more bright picture. But let's get right into Drew Brees' retirement. What were the Saints going to look like? They're going to draft 28th. 
or what it would have yeah, been. Yeah, so uh, I mean, this is this is it for him. Uh, I, I really do believe that. You look at he just keeps getting injured every year. That body is getting more and more fragile. I don't care what he's saying, saying all the politically correct things to the media. It does not matter. He's going to become the media. I think he's got a contract with NBC the minute he retires. So I, th- I think this is it for him. And I don't know what to do at quarterback. Taysom Hill, that that experiment, again, we see this sometimes. These guys get on these little runs, five, six, seven, eight games, and then defensive coordinators get a break. They get the entire offseason to figure out how to defend him. Then they figure it out because they're smarter than Taysom Hill. And they they stop them, and they make them look like what they actually are, not an NFL quarterback. So what the Saints do at that point, I don't really know. Do they draft a guy? Do they draft a quarterback? Do they look at a guy like Mac Jones? Is that an interesting pick late in the first round for Game them? Manager. Does he get there? Who knows? But it, that might, I mean, that's what they've been dealing with Drew Brees, a game manager. They haven't needed Drew Brees. Hold on. Drew Brees Whoa. hasn't had he hasn't had to be Superman is what I'm saying. Okay, that's a fair. Right, fair. That, that's, that's what I'm fair. saying. Not that's that not that he's fair. a full on game manager. He just hasn't had to be. He doesn't have to make some of the throws that Mahomes makes, that Rodgers makes all the time. He really just uh, with especially with Alvin Kamara back there. There's just so many different things they can do. Now, do you think they go quarterback first round this year? And if they go with a, like a, a young Trey Lance or someone like that, if he falls, do you think Drew Brees stays for a year of mentorship or he's gone? NBC contracts on the table. I'll take it. I mean, I don't know if he stays. He might win MVP. I mean, we're seeing it with Green Bay. He draft a quarterback in the first Whoa, round. Oh, it's formula. Your, your quarterback just goes on to win MVP the next year, and, you know, let's we'll see how, how far he how takes him. How would Rodgers be with a receiver, though? Yeah, would be a lot better. Uh, and you'd be talking with a, a two-headed monster instead of just Devontae versus Jalen, uh, really, realistically. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't know where New Orleans goes. Jamar Chase is in there. They're $100 million over the cap next year. Who? As of right now, New Orleans. So New Orleans has an aging quarterback, let's just break this down, who's going to retire. They're going to have to cut half their cap. They're definitely going to have the 26th or above pick because of their position right now. Things are not looking good in New Orleans. This is where they jump ship. Is Sean Payton on his way out? Oh, do the Buccaneers make him walk the plank? Oh, no. Spooky. Uh, But, yeah, I think they very well could. You never know. We'll talk about coach departures. Yeah. We have a bunch of coaching news along the NFL. Guys, let's break down the first most important one. It's local. Adam Gase out. At, uh, well, Rob Sala in. Uh, Adam Gase was fired about eh, four months ago. Uh, Robert Sala, the defense coordinator from San Francisco, he's going to take over. Very well-respected coach. He's going to bring a lot of discipline, a lot of leadership to that locker room. We're going to see what he does with Sam Darnold because here's what I think oh, a lot of people... talk about this. I, here's what a lot of people don't get. Your success as a coach and how long you last at a certain team... Is very dependent on your quarterback. It's like what we see with GMs a lot of the times. They get paired with the head coaches. It's their guy, quote-unquote. That's why we see co- coaches actually get shipped out sometimes too soon because it's not their the, it's not the GM's guy, quote-unquote. If they get a new GM, he's not their guy. So they'll go out and find their own because, again, that's a marriage that's going to tie you to when management says, hey, we suck, what are we going to do here? Oh well, you know all this kind of stuff. You pick your quarterback, you know, so that kind of thing. So you could I, even I don't know. Look at a situation like that right now. It happened in the NFL this year alone. Washington Football. Ron Rivera comes in. It's a new regime. Owner used to have full control. Now explains that he doesn't want as much control. Gives it to Ron Rivera, and Haskins is out by week ten. Yep. So I mean, it's actually like week fifteen, but still, there's a lot of questions. Where do the Jets go? Do they go with a quarterback pick too, or Devontae Smith, man? 
Yeah. Numbers, big stage numbers, Heisman, all of that. Do they go crazy? Do they go crazy enough? And do they pick a receiver at two? Do they go lineman? Where does the Jets go? Who was the last receiver drafted in the top two? It's got to be Calvin Johnson, right? Yeah. It's got to be. It's it got to be. be. It's not even a question. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save. He's that. not a physical specimen. I'm gonna save what the Jets should do for my fellow Jet fans when they either join me on the podcast, join me on my radio show, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I want to wait. I want to see what they have to say, because I don't know if I'm the Jets. I think two might be too high for a receiver. If I don't know what their belief is in Sam Darnold, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know if they're seeing ghosts. Like Sam what, what are they looking has at? Less three hundred yard passing games than Justin Herbert with two more years of pro experience. Yeah, uh, that's like so. That's a, there's a lot of question marks around that. Like, and then oof. what? You get another staple left tackle after you just got one last year. I get you can move them to right tackle, but I think you can go get a right tackle cheaper in free agency. I you know I want to wait and see what they have to say about it. But I like Salah. It's a real good hire for them. A real good hire for Joe Judge. And uh, he's going to – Or Joe Douglas. Me. <laughs> uh, Joe Douglas, there we go. My mind's always on the Giants. Um, what's it called? He's going to bring – that defense – I mean, his defense this year, without Bosa, Thomas, and Richard Sherman for most of the year, still top five defense. It was great. League, which is kind of crazy when you when you think about it. So, uh, good luck to them. And I think they, they, they made a real good hire on this one. So, we'll move from the second pick and their new hire to the first pick and their new hire. Urban Meyer is headed to Jacksonville. He has literally said in the media, uh, the number one pick is a big reason. Where's his mind? Is it Justin Fields? No. No, it's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's He was quoted on December 4th, 2018, saying he'd never coach again. He didn't see himself ever coaching again. We, I think everybody at the time knew that was a lie. There's a lot of, there's a lot uh, of conspiracy he, he does around have, Urban Meyer leaving Ohio State. Yeah, he did it. Uh, listen, he did have medical concerns. He did not... I remember that year. He did not look healthy on the sidelines. There was also I, I was worried. There was also one of his offensive coordinators was accused and then actually booked of beating his wife. There was a big cover-up scandal yep. going on on his way out. Yep. So I remember a different exit than Urban Meyer, and I remember the medical concerns being their official term. But there was a lot of shady stuff leaving Ohio State. So he picks up this job here, and you can continue. Yeah, and again, you think about it, you look at and what he had to – his last season, I believe they got bounced in the college football playoff by freshman quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Oh. And he was, I, from what I understand, he was thoroughly impressed with and, and wanted and said, I would love to coach a guy like Trevor Lawrence. And now here it is. He's literally sitting there right on a silver platter. He's already standing next to the commissioner with his jersey on, and it's only January, okay? The, the draft's not till May. He's already got his hat and his own jersey in Jacksonville. So... This is a good spot for him. We'll see what they do with GMs, but they haven't hired a GM yet, so maybe now he gets more say in the GM, and then that's more his guy. Now they can start kind of putting things together. Their their weapon core, um, what's his name, James Robinson, who showed out this year, DJ Chark, um, Chenault, the receiver too. They got pieces. They got some line, good Norwell. weapons yeah. on offense. We'll see how that team kind of builds itself together. I know a lot of people down there are hoping. They find a way to turn it around. So what team in the top 10 picks is going to turn it around least? Because the Giants are just out of there at 11. You have a couple teams now. Philadelphia is in a big head coaching mess. Doug Peterson is now out of Philadelphia after he had benched Jalen Hurts for Nate Sudfield, was it? I don't remember Yeah, his Nate name. Sudfield out of Indiana. Everyone was saying, everyone and their mothers actually was saying yep. that it was owner's call. Obviously not the case because Doug Peterson is on, out the door. Right. 
which team in this top 10 do you think has the longest build around? And then is it the Eagles? And we'll talk Eagles. Yeah, I think it might, you know, the Eagles are, are in this tricky spot. Two it's, quarterbacks with I'm, no coach. I'm stuck between the Eagles and the Falcons. Ooh. And it's, a, it, it's just the fact that both teams, and the Falcons just got uh, Arthur Smith, the offensive coordinator from the Titans. So maybe that means Matt Ryan's staying. But again, I think for the long term, that's worse for them because we talked about this. They keep trying to beat this dead horse. They they really are trying the same thing they tried back when they collapsed in the Super Bowl. It should have been blown up right after that. Right. Uh, and and again, I don't I wouldn't even mind giving them a year or two after. They have taken their sweet love and time to to do this. And I think it's between them and Philly because they have a lot of vets on their team, a lot of well respected guys that often get to dictate when they want to leave as opposed to when the franchise says it's time to go. You're Jason and, Peters. And you're that's even a problem. Runs. Jason Peters. Uh, and, again, Jason Kelsey's not going to hold them hostage. He's still a great player, but he's getting up You know, he's getting up there. Brandon Graham's getting up there. Lane Johnson's got all the injury issues. Uh, you know, Zach Ertz er- is going to be out of, uh, out of a job soon. Fletcher Cox is still there. Well, not out of a job, just maybe on the Bears, their 11-man <laughs> roster. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, you, you know, you kind of get what I'm saying. I, th- I think it's between those two teams uh, when you really look at it. I think, generally speaking, and, and I, don't, I don't have the top ten in front of me, generally speaking, I think most of the teams are looking at a decently bright future. So, when you look at the Jaguars specifically, do you think Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer is a turnaround job for this year? Or do you think it's a two- or three-year progress? Because the Colts, when they drafted Andrew Luck, the next big prospect, I'm almost positive it was over 10 wins. It was actually 11-5 and five in playoffs. Year yeah. one. Didn't do much in the playoffs his whole career. We know that. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, won his division. That was their guy. Can Trevor Lawrence and Urban have that kind of impact this year like Andrew Luck had in Indianapolis? Now, to be fair, that was coming off, what, a year and a half earlier of a Peyton Manning roster. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, that that team, in a sense, the ro- the way the roster was built, it was almost, it was a plug and play. He, he was not Peyton Manning, but it was a plug and play. There's a lot to be rebuilt here in Jacksonville. I think you see a lot of flashes, and and I th- and I think it's going to be good for them. They're going to win some games, probably that they're not supposed to. They're going to look real young. There's going to be mistakes. He's going to lose more games this year than he did probably in a five six year span in in, in college. But and, and that goes for both of them, by the way, the quarterback and the coach. But I think you're going to see flashes of greatness, and it's going to it's going to entice Jacksonville again to just keep believing and keep investing in that roster. Let's just talk Giants real quick because we haven't really talked yep. about them much. Free agency, there's a lot of questions. Free agency, Kenny Galladay. There's a couple other wide receivers out there. Where do you think the Giants go with the 11th pick? Do we address a needy O line? I wouldn't really say needy because of the young guys developing. Yeah. Do we address their wide receiver? Do we address tight end Kyle Pitts? Yeah, this is uh, this is a good question. I'm not taking a tight end. Really? Uh, I'm, Kyle I'm Pitts is so good. I know he's very good. I love his tape, man. You know, you I, know, I hate to say this, and it's going to sound really bad to some listeners, but it really reminds me of Aaron Hernandez's gameplay. Just his gameplay. Game Coming out of Florida, it was wow. It was yeah. that kind of athleticism. Yeah. I think, I think at 11, the Giants are going to be very, very careful here because there could be a real run on receivers. Uh, early in this draft, Jamar Chase, Waddle, Devontae Smith. They, they, and again, I don't think it's that far out of the question that they all could go inside the top ten. Yeah, they all could find their way in. When you look at it, Miami is a team that that is likely to take Cincinnati. one. Maybe the Jets. 
maybe Cincinnati. You look at maybe Philly needs one. You know, there's all these different teams that need one. And so there's a good possibility none of the big three get to the Giants at 11. So what do you do then? you got to look at D-line because, again, you, you have to pay Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson, so you're likely to pay one or the other. Uh, and then it's you have to address Leonard. it. They're going to pay Leonard. D inside lineman is way less valuable than Rush. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you got Dexter Lawrence in there too, but, I mean, T- Tomlinson's made some huge plays this year. It, it's tough, but I think at that point you look for a true edge rusher. The one thing the Giants have been lacking since, what, Justin Tuck? The Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, you know, after they OCU Minora, all yeah. those guys. Like pure, Caulfield. Like pure pass he tackled, rushers. He tackled legend rushing yeah, pass. Yeah, but pure pass rushers that can really get home and get to the quarterback and cause disruption. I think that's the direction they go in, especially if there is a run in receivers, which I think there might be. So uh, the Giants, I, that's where they got to address. So in free agency, I'd really look to attack the wide receiver market. I'd see what you can get. Out of the more headlines and more of the NFL stories, there's one big coming out of Houston with Deshaun Watson. He has now tweeted today that he was on two and he is now on ten. It alludes to something he had told and spoke with DeAndre Hopkins about his anger with the Texans. There's a lot of problems. Houston, we have a big one. Yeah, they're, they're listen. They gotta. They have to figure that out with him because there is a Does massive, he get traded? massive problem. I, I, if I'm Houston, I don't know how you can, unless it's a king's ransom, and and what does that king's ransom look like? We'll get into it later. I don't know. Is it three? Is it four first round picks? I don't know. What what are you willing to give up? In, in the order NFL, to get a guy it's more like, like two. Watson? If you get two first round yeah, picks, Jalen Ramsey second. was two, and that's a corner. We're talking about the most valuable position. On the field. And a guy with limitless potential when Correct. you talk MVP potential, when you talk playoff potential because he's leading yep. bums to six wins. Right. Uh, so I that's that's a good question uh, to continue to look forward to. By the way, just a quick note, Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely again. His conditional reinstatement has been rescinded. Uh, just a guy. It, there's question marks now because it's not weed. It's not marijuana. Yeah. They're not testing for it this season. So I'm guessing it's PEDs. Yeah, I it was well, it, it, it could substance. be it could be so, yeah it could literally be anything else. Uh, you just really you again <laughs> you just hope this guy gets the help that he needs. And I know we've been saying that, and I know it sounds like a broken record, but uh, you just you, you hate to see it happen to a guy like I, this. You know what's crazier? Like everyone's like, oh, he's so stupid. He's in this cycle where he can get millions, but he's doing drugs. That's what we talk about addiction and disease. Yeah. You can't break it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he needs legitimate yeah, help. That's it, what Goose it is alluding to. It is one of those things, addiction. And, again, I, I have not gone through it, luckily. Uh, I've had people close to me and, and a lot of close contacts that have. It, it's not – you can't just snap out of it. It doesn't matter whether it's too – like, we talk – you know, a lot of the things circle around cigarettes and, and smokers, obviously. Cigarettes, the, the worst addiction that, there is. That was, that's a big thing this week, smokers and the vaccine. Again, and it, it, oh, it's a choice. Not when it gets to the part of addiction. That's uh, that's that's something that's hard for people to understand, uh, because again, it's one of those things that's more mental than it is actually physical, more and they habit. can't see it. If you can't out of sight, out of mind, kind of thing, a lot of people they they respond that way. If it's not in sight for them, they they don't even think it exists. So, but again, back to Josh Gordon. Hopefully, he gets the help he needs. And again, I don't even care if he plays another down in the NFL. I just hope he gets the professional yeah. and personal help that he needs. He's a good dude, forward. honestly. He sounds sincere in a lot of his apologies, but clearly there's something there's something deeper that we don't understand. We don't know about his personal life, and I hope he does get yeah. the help he needs. 
Yep. So moving on, we got a lot to talk about in the NBA. Oh uh, man, let's talk James about Harden King's trades. Let's talk about it. Oh yeah, James Harden gets traded to the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets give up four first round picks, four pick swaps. Uh, they they get us. They get a second round pick. They Not gave up Jared Allen. They gave up Levert, and they gave up Kuo, the Latvian, the seven foot Latvian. Uh, yeah, uh, Kuko whatever or whatever, whatever. Regardless, they I think I think Houston won giving up James Harden. Well, and Houston gets Victor Oladipo because they traded Karis Levert uh, to Indianapolis. Uh, apparently, Victor Oladipo turned down a twenty five million dollar contract per year contract extension with Indiana. So they were like, yeah, we're gonna ship him out. Sent him to Houston. So. Houston, a real team of uh, projects right now. John Wall looking to make a comeback. DeMarcus Cousins looking to make a comeback. Even Oladipo after he tore his quad last year. All guys looking to make comebacks. But in terms of Brooklyn, man, uh, here's the thing, too. The other uh, report that came out earlier today was that Kyrie Irving was going to come back for Saturday's game. Uh, I don't know where, where that report came from. And the league fined him 50 k And he's got to follow all these protocols. But I would have suspended that man at least a week. You were partying maskless in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of the height of the pandemic, right? We always see this hit new heights. He's he's doing it in the height of the pandemic while not showing up for work, while healthy. It's it's just a bad and look. That's the one thing. Like, the biggest thing there is not showing up for work. Because you live a free life, whatever, but when you have a responsibility to your team and owners that pay you millions of dollars and other guys around you to be present for that game and that scenario... That's what we hold accountability for. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, go party your butt off. Right. You don't care. If you don't want to be an NBA player, retire. Well, like, what was that? Uh, it's Fox, one or the other. Fox is Nick Wright who catches. He, I love him. Yeah. Wild, wild dude. Looks like Squidward a little bit. I love uh, the, him. Those, His those, hair. <laughs> no, no, it's terrific. Um, but he, what is it? He told the story of the one time he was working a part-time job when he was like 17. And he didn't show up for work. He went out with his buddies to a game, I guess on campus or at school or something. He got a call that night and he got fired. You know, it's one of those things where if you are are capable of doing your job and you you just choose not to without letting anybody know, that's unacceptable. And to think he was just going to walk back in after again in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a league who's getting hit like like wildfire by this canceled. by this virus, just not a smart thing to do. Now, in terms of the fit, I found it very funny, and we're going to talk more with. Mr. Aponte next week uh, about this. True, Randy comes in. Yep, but James Harden said something funny. Uh, I believe he said something along the lines of, we're all natural passers of the basketball. And kind of this whole, trying to denounce the fact that him and Kyrie demand the rock all the time. They dribble more than I can count. They literally do. Yeah, so... What? Who? Who exactly? You? You're not all natural born <laughs> passers here, okay? I know Kyrie isn't. James, you've scored thirty a, a game for the last what three years? That uh, that's counts hard. for volume. Yeah, I mean, when you look at player like efficiency shares and stuff like that, and like who gets the ball what times, you're looking at a team with no bench now, with three yeah. of the best players in the league. Period. And I'll right. give them that. Like that's one of their that's one of their go tos. They yep. need that foundation, but there's really no bench. You're looking literally at like a 25-25-25 split where the rest of your team is getting the ball 25% of that time. Maybe, and that's the but that's the problem. Like, you look at it and all these teams, you sometimes need guys to hit big shots. Jordan needed guys Even like Steve Kerr. the Warriors Kerr. team. Right, and you just Living look through team. NBA history, guys needed to hit big shots. And if they're not in rhythm, 
they they're not going to hit those shots, and especially if they're on the road. Bench guys shoot worse on the road than they do at home. That's a fact. And now they're not getting rhythm. That's even worse. And here's the other thing: you look at a matchup like I, I've heard a lot of these things. Well, what if they play the Lakers in the finals? Okay, who's going to guard the rim? Oh, what do you mean? DeAndre Jordan's there. He'll play. Okay, who comes in after Jordan? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's revert back. Okay, KD will take LeBron. The point guards aren't going to take Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to be guarded by DeAndre Jordan. He's too fast for DeAndre Jordan, and he's too big for whoever the hell is going to come off the bench. Besides Jared Allen, who was their guy. Besides Jared Allen, who got traded. So now what now what do you do? So it's just one of those things where they're sacrificing a lot. They're going all in. They got to make this work. They really got a big two-year window. Katie can opt out after next year. I don't know if he'll sign long term. I don't know how that cap will work. Uh, Harden's got two years left on his deal. So maybe, yeah, maybe it's this is window. just ride it out for two years and then see what happens. But yeah, man, I, I, I just, I don't, I, I, we'll have Randy try to break it down, fill us in, and and and. Build us to who plays backup center and whatnot. <laughs> right. Now let me ask you another question regarding yes. the East now and the Nets. Who beats them for that top contender spot? Because on paper, their starting five is the best starting five. Yeah, they, well, it is the best starting five. There's no doubt about that. And we're barring barring gameplay. We have seen none of that. Right. Friday, I mean, t- t- right. Talent wise, and from what we can tell right now, they, that's the best starting five. Um, and you kind of look at the East. This Jimmy Butler came out today and said, "Oh." I, I'm still sticking on what I said in the finals. We should have won that. No, you shouldn't have. No shot, bro. You should have been. You you're lucky you didn't get swept. Okay, that's number one. Number two, layoff. Uh, the Heat just they're not they're not that talented. I don't think they get there. Uh, the Celtics the Celtics are young for the 15th straight year. Um, <laughs> you know, the Bucks just I there they don't have been, enough pieces. Their offensive efficiency is actually better than what it was last year. But what does that mean? They can't shoot the three as efficient as other teams. Right, and what does that mean come playoff time? We've seen Giannis struggle. What does it mean when you're down in points? Right, and uh, how can he... Is he going to man up come playoff time? So that's that's (laughs) another big one. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's... They gave it to LeBron every year. You know what I'm saying? Listen, when you want to be the best player in the league... You're crowning yourself. Yep, you better... Show up when it matters the most. At least win two or three series and get there. Yeah, Duncan Robinson has more confidence chips than you. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> wild. Uh, I gotta be forgetting a team in the East. I, Wizards, I, Wizards the, are on the down Wizards. spiral. Even though Bradley Beal averages thirty four points the a game. Wizards, what are you talking about? <laughs> the, oh, the seventy six. That's who I missed. A pretty big team right there. Uh, the Sixers have looked really good this year. Uh, they they got out of the Al Horford contract. The best thing they could have done. The best thing they could have done, uh, they almost traded for James Harden. I know it kills you as a Boston fan, Jolan, although Boston is sitting at the top of the Eastern oh, Conference we're right clean, now. With no Kemba. Based on win percentage, uh, not based on actually having more wins than anybody we just else. just haven't played the games. We've got a lot of postponements. <laughs> right. You've got to figure that out. You, right, you're right. you got to get Kemba back. But uh, you just look up and down. and th- I mean, Miami's not even in the playoffs right now. They're the 11th seed right now. Toronto's three and eight, and the Wizards are bad. Uh, it's just a wacky. The Hawks are five and five. I think the Nets really put themselves above the tier. Like they're uh, it. Yeah, they're the Lakers I mean, of the hope division. So. But again, you got to get these guys on the court. You got to see what they can do together. How they blend. It might be a dumpster fire. Yeah, we're gonna see. And, and I it think, won't be. But I think it might I think be. for the most part defensively, I would expect it to be a a mostly dumpster fire. 
listen, these guys want to score points. That's fine. You know, they they got to score. stop the scoring. Yeah, at, at some point, and especially come playoff time, it's when it really matters the most. Uh, just another quick note: Carl Anthony Towns has tested positive for COVID nineteen. We wish him the we, best. We know we know what happened with his family. He had seven members, I believe, of his family pass away Correct. from COVID. So again, our prayers are out with him, and hopefully, uh, again, I don't know if he's uh, asymptomatic. Hopefully, he is. And uh, hopefully he's he's doing well and uh, staying in a good mental state. We'll put it that way. Uh, last thing on Kyrie Irving, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Jackie McMullen of ESPN, uh, Kyrie said, you know, he said something like, you know, we're not property to the owners and all this kind of stuff. And she goes, no, you are. This is a, that's actually how it works. Literally. They pay you millions. You are property. You remember the shirts property is, of Cardinals football, <laughs> right? Which is. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's just, that's something you probably, that's not the right, no matter what your intentions were there, not the right phrasing uh, that you want to go into on that one. But, uh, uh, especially being all the turmoil in America right now. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah you got to pick your words better. I think it was an older interview, but but even still, even even at that moment in time, you still got to be bad, smarter than that. For people. Yeah. Be equal yeah. with them. Be level-minded. Yeah, don't be a piece of garbage. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't be don't be a piece of garbage. But uh, that's gonna do it for the NBA, the MLB. Really, the Yankees made the big splash today. DJ LeMahieu back on fifteen million dollars a year, at least for the next. Which six is years. awful. Wasn't he asking five for one twenty and ended up with six for ninety? I believe. I mean, it's good for the Yankees and their cap. They can go get another starter now, like Corey Kluber what, potentially. Get bounced in the first round. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're gonna find out. <laughs> But they get Aaron Judge and uh, Gary Sanchez back via arbitration. They settled those deals today, too. Which so are good players. Big day. Yeah, I I mean, big, day, big day for the Yanks. Uh, you you kind of look at college football that wrapped up with the, uh, the Alabama. How good was the Alabama? Hold up. This, this, this could open up great conversation about college football. College football playoffs, yep. obviously, under contract. They're about to break if they want to because they break all their contracts. Mm-hmm. Is Alabama just that good that we yeah. kind of disrespected Notre Dame a bit fast? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, everyone's saying like, no more Notre Dame listen. playoffs. Notre Dame fans were saying don't put us in the playoffs. Yeah, Al- Alabama makes a lot of people look stupid. Um, sometimes they make themselves look stupid with the way, like, their student-athletes talk and stuff like that. But nonetheless... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got Berg. I got my boy Fez. I got no, no, I, listen, I, I, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but all jokes aside, they really just make everybody else... They they legit make every other team look like they're in high school. Yeah. They they don't you know teams don't know what they're doing. They're, they were head and shoulders above Ohio State. Oh, yeah. I know it was like close 14-14 first second quarter, but like the gameplay, the physicality, the, oh, the yeah. systems, it was different. men men amongst boys. Uh, that's really what it was. And Devontae Smith being one of those, he had three touchdowns, two hundred fifteen yards in the first 12 half. Rece- Twelve receptions all in the first half. He hurt his hand later in the game. But uh, that was literally there all, are he had, all he did. Questions now about Jalen Waddle. He was limping all over that field. It looks bad. It looks a lot worse than I thought. Mm. Does that mean he slips to the Giants? Whoa. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know why he's playing in that game. I, I get he's a, listen. He's a fiery competitor, and I'm all for letting guys play. Your but future. for 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 maybe a half. Wait, maybe listen, one when quarter. He, when he was out there in the fourth quarter. That limb kept, just kept getting worse and worse. Now, from what I understand with his injury, it couldn't get worse. And really what he was trying to do was get comfort. So my guess is that his his body's reaction to feeling discomfort was, limp. was to limp. That makes a lot right? of sense. So he had to kind of 
because it, it feels different. He had screws, I believe, put in his ankle and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So things feel a little bit different. Almost relearning how to step with your whole foot. Right. So maybe that made it look a little bit worse than it was. Nonetheless, like I said, maybe a half. But when he's in there in the fourth quarter in a blowout, uh, not a not a great thing. I don't think he's winning over. I don't think he's climbing up draft boards when they're up 21 points in the fourth quarter. But nonetheless, Alabama, again, just... Just roll tide, man. They they just rolled right they through. They wrapped up a terrific season. And again, we all thought the Alabama dynasty might have been over, heading downward. No chips in a couple of years. Here they are again. Every player since Nick Saban has gone to Alabama, barring them leaving early for the draft, has won a title. Yeah. Think about just, that. Just un- unreal. If and you we, don't transfer, you win a title. And we stick with football. We go to the high school level. The NJSIA, New Jersey, voted. Now they can crown true state champions in the state of New Jersey, We're feeling like Texas. That was in their constitution from 1931, I believe. Uh, I was, I sure as heck wasn't born then. Um, and yeah, neither that, were your parents. Nope, neither were my. I don't even think my grand, my grandpa that, yeah, 40s. Not even, not even yeah. born yet. So, that's just, <laughs> that's, and it's good for them. They played these bowl games like, oh, now we crown the difference between North One. And North two, and now we get that guy, and oh, they're bowl, they're bowl champions, quote unquote. It just made sense to just play one more game, and you get true state champions. So I'm glad for the kids in New Jersey. What I'm not happy about is kids in New York. Uh, there's going to be no football in New York this year. They were expected to have a spring season. Uh, I believe the governor announced, or it was actually the athletic association announced Terrible. that they're not going to have a season this spring. Uh, kind of a tease, uh, and I think that's really wrong to do, especially. You know, with these kids just saying, you know, it's up in the air, stop. Because I think the Don't big thing was happen. they committed to saying we are going to have a spring instead of let's see where the numbers are, all that kind of stuff. Let's reassess in January like they should have. Right. So that, you know, that's that's a problem. And I, I really do feel for those kids. And I, and I still think people are not understanding how crucial high school sports is for these kids. Because, again, when you talk about leaders in this country, and this is what we hear all the time, Jolan, now with everything going on. We need better leaders. You know where they start? Start in school. They do. How do you keep some kids in school? By playing sports. It sometimes it, it that's the only thing keeping these kids in school. Okay, and if we it, and if met it does each other that, playing sports. We went to different elementary schools, thankfully, yeah. across town. We're still doing friends. We created this beautiful idea, bro. Like these things, they cultivate people. They cultivate families together. Like it's such a bigger picture than just missing a game and not playing a game. Right, and uh, some people don't understand that. You know, but again, just just kind of looking around, and, and that's gonna that's gonna pretty much do it for this episode, episode thirty four. Uh, John, the wheelchair, the wheelchair dump episode, <laughs> the wheelchair dump episode. Um, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, man. And and again, we'll uh, we'll obviously be back for week uh, episode thirty five. No numbers yet, and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. But yeah, I mean, stay tuned. Again, we're gonna see James Harden. We're gonna see the divisional round. We're going to see, you know, who wins, who advances. And uh, we have to start planning for life after football. Uh, we're going to do a year in, year in review in a couple weeks of the NFL season uh, with, a, you know, due respect to the NFL. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Randy Aponte is going to come on the show next week. Hockey's just starting. Hockey's just starting. More. Yep, yep. Devils, Devils and Rangers lose on opening night. Not great. Islanders look fantastic. They beat the Rangers 4-0, so that was, you know, pretty Brazil. good. Yeah. There you go. But uh, if you if you want to find me on, on Twitter, you can find me at Gosker56. On Instagram, at Goose on the Mic. 
Jolan, where might the people be able to find you and or the podcast? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at goodoldjoles. And you can follow our Instagram at airitout.podcast and our Twitter at podcastairitout. Again, any questions, compliments, concerns, or questions, you could reach us at those. Yeah, make, Oops, sh- make, make sure you rate us on, wherever you're listening, Apple, Spotify. Find a way to rate us. Let, let us know what you think of the content. If you want to join, if you get, if you know somebody big time that would love to come on, uh, you know, we are more than welcome to having people on the show and uh, continuing to grow what we've already built so far. So, Jolan, until episode 35, until championship weekend, and until next week, put in the books.